Today is Wednesday, November the 29th, and welcome to the Daily Pause. This unique week is between the last Sunday of the church year and the first Sunday of Advent, which starts the new church year. It is a time that historically the church has reminded itself that time's march forward is not fatalistically random, but rather overseen actually by Jesus, who has promised to return and restore all things to make all things new. That's a tremendous reservoir of hope and strength for us now as we keep a firm gaze on the not yet reality that Jesus is returning. So with ears, minds, and hearts now leaning into Jesus, let's begin. As I enter prayer now, I pause. I embrace slowness. I breathe deeply. So that I might heed your call to be still and know that you are my God. Untangle me, Jesus, from all that knots me within. Untangle me, Jesus. Untangle me. So then, you are no longer strangers and foreigners. But you are fellow citizens with the saints, and are of God's household, being built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, is growing into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit. Jesus, thank you for making me a member of your household. I adopt that identity of beloved child of God today. I am beloved of the Father. Jesus, I pray for more of you, more of your spirit filling me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill me afresh. Isaiah chapter 65 verses 17 to 19 For behold I create new heavens and a new earth and the former things shall not be remembered or come into mind but be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create for behold I create Jerusalem 
to be a joy, and her people to be a gladness. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No more shall be heard in it the sound of weeping and the cry of distress. Since the fall of mankind, humans have needed to hear the hope presented by Isaiah that a new creation will come, a creation that would be eternal. This calls each of us to ponder how we use our time and energy and resources to a very simple question. Does X, Y, or Z advance God's kingdom or bring him glory, or does it not? Is it possible for something to even have a neutral position? Things that are seemingly benign at having any impact on anything are either things of God's kingdom or not. This is an arresting thought. I'm challenged to examine my own activities to see how they impact eternity. Do my activities have lasting eternal value? I want my activities to have eternal value. It is remarkable to conceive that what you do now and how you are growing and being now actually matters in the heavenly realm. Even my restful activities, entertaining activities, should promote my own wellness and peace and bring me appreciation for God as the creator of all that is good. The activities and impact you have in your life and in others actually matters beyond this earth. They matter in the new creation. I don't know how they matter, but I believe they do. Sit for a moment and feel the weight of whatever is stirring in your heart today. The promise here is that God will have restored and renewed us and grown us, and the joy we will experience in this new creation is so beyond the weight we carry now. We can eagerly lean into the future, knowing our struggle and toil has purpose as God unfolds the story and will eventually bring all things into a complete rebirth. As we go into the season of Advent, the expectation of the birth of Jesus, we look forward also to the second Advent of our Lord, spoken in Revelation, prophesied by Isaiah several thousand years prior to that. Jesus' birth heralds the defeat of death and ultimately the new creation we will all participate in one day that will have no crying or pain ever again. The tension of now and the not yet is real, but what a comfort it is to know that a new creation is coming. Holy Spirit, I want to live expectantly, eager to experience you each day, not just on Sundays or special occasions, but every day I want to sense your arrival and your arrival to come. As I hear the passage again, tune my heart to begin to grasp that the the glory to come is far beyond the sufferings here, and may this be a comfort to my weary soul. Isaiah chapter 65 verses 17 to 19 For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things 
shall not be remembered or come into mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a joy and her people to be a gladness. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No more shall be heard in it the sound of weeping and the cry of distress. Jesus, I want to receive all the hope that is yours to give. Hope firmly anchored in the sure and certain future of your return. Jesus, you say you will wipe every tear from our eyes and death shall be no more and neither shall there be mourning or crying or pain anymore for the former things have passed away and I am making all things new those are your words so Jesus when my now life leaves so much to be desired Jesus says your beloved help me hope in you When I find myself depending on people and things for my joy and happiness, Jesus, as your beloved, help me hope in you. When I am wrestling with deep disappointment in myself and others, oh Jesus, as your beloved, help me hope in you. When overwhelmed with anxiety and fear that I am not enough, oh Jesus, as your beloved, help me hope in you. When striving to be liked, loved, accepted, or successful robs me of peace and joy, Jesus, as your beloved, help me hope in you. Now we get to turn our hearts outward and lift up to God names of people we know that who do not know Jesus well yet. We get to contend in prayer for them. This is an act of love. Jesus is loving these people through our prayers. Speak out their names now.
Jesus, thank you for living, dying, and rising for the special people I just named. Thank you for loving them with your new life creating love. Jesus, I ask you to reveal to them that they are beloved of God. Give them faith to believe deeply this identity as your beloved that you paid dearly for them to have. And as I pray, I volunteer for you to use me however you want to in your quest for their hearts. For them you died, and for them you rose and now reign, and for them I pray. Behold, what manner of love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. And that is who we are. Amen.